Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to another episode of Rockin' the Carolinas, and as always, there's your host, Zach Martin, and working with me today is Lee Clark, the man from Greensboro, the Greensboro Hornet. How's it going, man? Uh, it's going, man. You know, I wasn't feeling too good earlier today, but I'm feeling much better now that we got this win tonight. And uh, I think all the fans in Montreal are singing our little intro music. Boom, but oh no, oh no. Oh, did we just lose to the Hurricanes? That's right, Canadian fans. Y'all just lost to the Carolina Hurricanes. So y'all can shut y'all's trap about us moving because I know the Canadian press loves to hate on the Hurricanes. Well, I think tonight we just shut their mouths for good. Oh yeah, exactly for sure. And, and <laughs> that we should actually we should transfer that intro to them, and we need to get up a new intro because we are now officially six out of seven, six out of seven. And Cam Ward, ooh, did he drink like the magic potion of you know that Mike that Michael Secret stuff or something? Because I honestly think that he's gotten some time machine we don't know about and replaced himself with his 2006 Cam Ward because. He is now eight zero and one. He's shut, he has shut down Buffalo. He's now just shut down Montreal, and there's a good chance. There's a good chance he might be starting against Pittsburgh. And please, oh please, let that happen. Cam Ward is on fire. We need to ride this hot hand. I'm sorry. I know it's only maybe two days rest, but please, Bill Peters, if you are a man with a brain which I know you are, and that you have, please, please start Cam Ward. Please start him. No, exactly. Ward is pheno- has been phenomenal. This streak is – it reminds me a lot of 09. You know, I know you said 06. It reminds me a lot of 09, Cam Ward. The Cam Ward that took us to the playoffs in 09. You know, a team that wasn't really expecting to do much in 09, like we were in 06. You know, we weren't expected to do much in 06. In fact, I believe we were actually picked to finish, like, next to last in 06, and we ended up winning the Cup. But Cam Ward has uh, played phenomenal, yeah. and he played phenomenal again tonight. Yes, you can kind of fault him on that goal by Gonchuk, but if you really look at it, I think he thought Gonchuk was going to come across the middle of the ice more than taking that shot. So he kind of cheated off the post a little bit, opened up the glove side high, it happens, you know. It's okay. He can let in a goal, but he played phenomenal tonight. And he even said in the post game, you know, he felt a little rusty at the beginning. You know, he made some, he did make some great, some good saves. 
maybe not like how he wanted to make the saves, but he made the saves that kept us in the game. We started out phenomenal. We outshot Montreal, what, 16-5 to 5 in the first period? But our bad, once again, the second period rears his ugly head against us. We played horrible. We laid off. We were really physical in the first period. In fact, if we did a pregame show today, I think my keys to the game would have been exactly the same as the last two games. Uh, you know, physicality, special teams, score first. And what do we do? We do all those things again. We did slack off in the second period with the physicality a little bit, and that gave the opportunity for Montreal to get in there, uh, extend the passes, get into more of Montreal's type of game. But Ward shut them down and gave us the opportunity to win. And in my opinion, yeah, there's no way in this world that Darling should start Friday against the Penguins. we got a key game key game coming up against the Penguins Friday night. Both teams sitting at 41 points, three points out of a playoff spot for both teams. Got to start Ward, have Darling start that back-to-back. Yeah, you got a two-day rest. Eh, you know, it's not bad, but that given, having Ward start Friday, that gives him the opportunity to start again against the Capitals. And that gives him plenty of rest between Friday's game against the Penguins, and I believe it's Tuesday's game against – I believe it's Tuesday's game against um, the Capitals. Could be wrong. It'd be Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, got my dates a little mixed up. But uh, <laughs> now, especially with the next day turning over. But he, he gives some rest for that. Ward's got to give it. Can't go wrong with it. And I have to agree. I mean, yeah, the side don't want – I mean, the goal – I mean, yeah, you could – you have to give like Galchenyuk. Yeah, he's good. I mean, he's not someone you can just be like right off. Be like, oh, he got lucky. And it's like, no. I mean, when Galchenyuk's on, he can put a puck anywhere on the net. He can. So I mean, could you fault Cam Ward? Maybe, but like you said, like he kind of cheated off a little bit. Thought he was doing a little bit more over, but you know what? Hey, it happens. But then you know, yeah, we had a sloppy second, but then we turned up in the third, which I knew we probably would. Um, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I was out of town, so I mean, I was catching a lot of. Um, I was thinking that was family, which is nice seeing them because they're about an hour from us. So I mean, I caught highlights of the game, but yeah, just I mean, looking at the highlights, just seeing that yeah, we slagged off in the second, and then it looked like we turned on, we turned it on in the third, and then Sebastian Aho just you know doing what he does best, showing up in the right time, and just getting that greasy you know rebound, just picking up the trash, putting it home. Giving us that, you know, that nice two-one lead, and then you know, what, like, what, what, a minute twenty left in the game or somehow, and I think it was Jacob Slavin who did this, who just passed that, you know, did that moon pass, like just did that little lob from like our end all the way to the other, all the way to the Canadian side, and I was like, oh, there's the puck, and it hits it with an empty net. I mean, that pass, that whoever I think it was Slavin who did that pass from our end for the moon shot, that was just fantastic, and you know what? Great win, you know. I'll with the other couple goals. You know, Cam Ward gets another win, and Cam Ward's been on it. Aho's been on it, and Tara Tara Vine's goal. Oh my, gorgeous! That was just a gorgeous shot from. You know, I know Tara Vine got three apples the other night, but man, when he puts pucks on net, he is sharp shooting lethal. I mean, I know we. It's just we are on a stretch right now. If you take out that Toronto game. We are on a stretch that has made all the Kaniacs just be like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, hold up. Is this 2009 again all of a sudden? Because, holy crap, this Carolina team is just, they are clicking on all, ever since we found out we're getting a new owner, or 
I don't know what. Ever since, like you said, I think I think I'm going off your theory. Wherever wherever we got from Vegas, stole from them, has just lit a fire under this team, and we are watching some magnificent Carolina Hurricanes hockey. And oh man, I would love to see this streak go on, continue into the weekend. I think Camborg goes on Friday against Pittsburgh because he owns Pittsburgh, and he's been destroying all the you know quote unquote good teams. We're talking about Buffalo and Canadians. We're not really saying much, but still. Let him go Friday. Keep her in the hot hand because because I I said it on Saturday when we played Buffalo. If Cam Ward goes and beats Montreal, he has to start against Pittsburgh and let Darlin go on Saturday against the Blues because you cannot let Cam Ward sit on this hot streak that he's on. I mean, how do you feel about oh, that? Do you exactly. think Cam Ward could be starting Friday? Oh, definitely, definitely. Like uh, like you said, you know, I pointed out, and like you just mentioned again, Vegas. And it seems like Vegas really has turned us around. And, you know, I'm a big wrestling fan, and one of my favorite wrestlers, Chris Jericho, he has the saying, drink it in, man. And whatever we did, we definitely <laughs> drank it in, man, down in Vegas. You know, whatever it is out there, the water in Vegas, I don't know what it is. Because Vegas is whipping butt right now. And, in fact, uh, tomorrow night, if you can check it out, uh, most people in the in the world can see it on the NBC, in NBC Sports at 10 o'clock. Game to watch tomorrow. I know we're off. Vegas, Los Angeles, going to be a great game. One, two in the Pacific, got to watch that definitely. But, yeah, it started with Vegas, and I don't know what it is. Maybe every team needs to go to Vegas when they're having a bad streak. Yeah, you know, we had that crappy time in Toronto. But, you know, hey, we can blame Scott Darling for that, but it's okay. You know, I love him. I wouldn't say I love him, but, you know, hey, everybody's entitled to a bad game. And this sent a message to Darling. And and actually, a fan uh, pointed out tonight, and I can't – I don't recall the person's name in the hurricane group that pointed out, but Scott Darling really did look salty in the handshake, you know, in congratulating Cam. He looked like he didn't really care. You know, not a lot of enthusiasm. And that's one thing I can say about Cam. When he's on the bench and we win – Cam looks like the happiest person on the ice when congratulating oh, players. Yeah. Darling looks oh, yeah. like he just didn't care anymore. And I think, maybe, you know, with maybe with Crawford going on IR in Chicago, maybe we can ship him back to Chicago. Maybe, you know, I don't even know who's the backup in Chicago anymore. Uh, they, they've been trading goalies left and right, seems like, and calling up and calling down. So, whatever, I don't care. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's got to be war. Yeah, well, I, well, sorry, I'm going to cut you off. But, yeah, the funny thing is I saw a thing that said they had to bring up both their goalies from Rockford. So I, think even their, I think even their backup is either hurt or he's playing like garbage. And I don't remember who I don't remember who it is. But, yeah, Chicago is just crap in the bed. I, mean, I, don't, know what, I don't know what's going on up there. But, um, but yeah, so I'm going to cut you off. But, yeah, it, I agree it should be Cam Ward. And, yeah, Scott Darling needs to – I don't know what his deal is, but, yeah, he needs to um, – you know, maybe realize, yeah, maybe I need to start playing better or I might lose my starting job because right now Cam is just destroying them. But continue what you were saying, man. I'm going to cut you off. Oh, you're good. You're good. Um, I'm actually looking at it. Oh, it's Anton Forsberg. It's the uh, former um, goalie for um, Columbus. Blue Jackets. Yeah. Yeah. He probably hurt too. Anton Forsberg. Screw it. I'll take him. Uh, Why not? Uh, I mean, it can't go any worse than what Darling's done this year. Well, actually, yeah, it can. Actually, no. Actually, he has better numbers than Darling, except for the goals against. 
I mean, he only has he's only been in eleven games. He's one and four, one four and three. Would not he's got a better save percentage at nine oh nine. But hey, no, I don't think Darling Darling's got a confidence problem in my opinion, and I don't think he likes sitting on the bench because he was brought in to be a number one goaltender. And well, quite frankly, he's not been a number one goaltender. Uh, he hadn't even been a backup goaltender in my opinion, honestly. Uh, he, his stats have been awful. I don't know what's going on with him. And right now, I don't think his head's in it at all. And he, and showing enthusiasm, this is a tough win. You're you're playing a team that's been struggling this year, in the Canadians, um, a team that was phenomenal to start off last year until Price got hurt. And a team that really goes where Price goes, and Price played really well tonight. But Darling, to me, you know, you got your team's on a roll. Yeah, you're you want to start. I get it. You're a goalie. You're either starting or you're sitting the bench, and you always want to start. But you got to be happy for your team, and you got to be excited. And he just doesn't seem excited anymore. I don't know what's going on. Maybe Bill Peters. Maybe it's the same message that Peters sent to Lack. You know, when he left, you know, when he was in the press conference after that one game where he, where he basically said, you've got to make a fucking save. Excuse my language, sorry, but that's exactly what Bill Peters said. I just want to state it verbatim. That's exactly what he said. And Lack heard it. Lack started playing better. Maybe this will be a wake-up message to Darling. You've got to start Ward Friday. You don't come off the hot hand. you got to start Ward. Pivotal game. Yeah, you don't look, really look at games in December towards the end of December being pivotal games. But this can set the tone for next year and setting the tone for early January. Because you normally normally we have that slight area at the end of December where we kind of go into a skid, it seems, lately, and then we really turn it on at the end of January in in early February. But we always end up turning it on a little bit too late. Now we're turning it on at the right time. And Darling needs to be a part of this. So Darling has to have a good game Saturday. We got Washington the game after. We got a lot of opponents coming up that we haven't faced yet this year. And Darling's got to be a key part of that because Ward's going to need his rest. Ward's not the youngest goalie anymore. Ward's not the type of goalie that's going to play 60 games anymore. He's a guy that's going to be fit perfectly for about 50 to 55 games, in my opinion. I think he can still be a top starter in NHL at that range. But the problem is we never play him 50 to 55 games. We play him 60, 65 games lately because our backups have been awful. So Darling's got to figure into this equation to our success. And I want him to do good because heck we're paying him over four million dollars. Yeah, we got a lot of money in the cap room left. I believe we got about twelve, fourteen million left in the cap room where we can do something. And uh Dudon has actually said that he is willing to be a hands on owner. He's ready to do it. You know, he was on that road trip for uh, Toronto and Nashville. He left after Nashville. Uh, the sell should finalize in the next week or two. Um, so I I don't know if you'll see any changes. The way this team is playing, right now I wouldn't change a single thing. You ride the hot hand at goalie. Back-to-back, you let Donnie start. You give a reason for Cam to get out the starter's crease right now. I don't think you change a single thing. You roll the same lineup we've been rolling. Sorry. Hayden Fleury, you're not getting in the lineup anytime soon. You know why? Because Klaus Dahlbeck has outplayed you. Yeah, he's not going to show up on the score sheet every night, but he does things in the game that you don't do. And I don't think we should change a single thing. What do you think? 
No, I agree. I think we right now we have to keep rolling with the same lineups. We've got to be doing what we're doing because it's just it's something that I've been seeing with the team overall. It's we've been wrong, we've been rolling with the same lineups. Nothing's really changed, and I think that's something we need to do is just to keep it going with this team. And I I, I know now Luffy and Flurry, I think he's going to do really well for us, but. Um, yeah, I mean, you you got to roll with Dahlbeck because you can't really – who else are you really going to sit right now because you can't really sit anyone on the team because right now we're we're all playing at a whole different level and we get, we, you got to keep this legit lineup going because if you don't, like, what's going to happen? So, I mean, it's just it – is, it is what it is. I mean, there's nothing else you can really get changed about that. It's the fact that the lineups we're rolling with right now – is the lines we got we got to keep going with, and other than that, I mean, you, I have to agree with you a hundred percent. There's nothing we can't. There's nothing you can do, and I think we have to roll with this lineup. And Scott, Scott needs to understand this. Like it was your job, and for right now, unfortunately, you're not been playing well. You're living in soft goals. You're for some reason, whatever is going on. I'm still thinking there's something going on in the locker room for the fact that the the entire team plays more tense and more rigid because they're afraid that if they let, if we give up one or two really soft goals early, then we're going to work, we're gonna have to work harder to try to get going. But it seems like it's just – Scott's going to realize, if you want to be the number one goalie, then we're, it's like we're handing it to you, and now you're goofing it up and not doing, doing the stuff we need you to do. And if Cam's been on it, we got to start Cam. It is what, I mean, it's the nature of the game. You don't – you don't sit the hot hand. Like, you just don't. And that's when that's what I said. If Cam Ward goes out against Montreal tonight and gets us a win, and it's a quality win, which obviously it was, he gave up one goal. And, I mean, we, I mean, they only had 24 shots, so be it. But it's still 24 shots. And it's just something that you can't just not do. Like, you can't just give away your spot and then act all salty. You should be seeing it as, Okay, I'm I'm supposed to be number one. I've not been playing well. They're sending me for a high end goalie who's been killing it now. I have to work harder to gain it back. And what and what Sherp said on Saturday against Buffalo, it's Cam Ward's net. It's gonna be Cam Ward's net until he finally decides to show up and starts putting in wins game after game after game. I mean, I understand he's what eight and ten or something like that. Okay, that's fantastic, but that's not that's not gonna give you the opportunity to get going as the goalie. I mean, like Cam Ward now has nine wins. Eight of those have been since November 10th. Like, you – it has been not even two months, and Cam Ward has outstreaked you in goals. He's got eight of them, he's got eight of them since the 10th of last month. Like, what does that really tell you? It's like I know we I know we haven't have a shutout at all this year, but even if you look at the save percentage, Cam Ward is at a nine fourteen and Scott Dunn's at eight ninety six. Remember how we talked about what was it, a week or so ago that Cam Ward's got like a three goals against average. He now has a two point six five and Scott Dunn's a two point eight seven. Cam Ward has literally dropped his goals against average by point. He's dropped by a half a goal. You come from a 3.05 whatever it was to a 
in the span of what? What would you say, Lee? Four or five, like four or five, six games? Well, a month. Someone you can put it about a month, you know, technically. Yeah, Since that's November, he's, he's really dropped, lowered it down. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's dropped a half a goal against average in the last month, and he's gained, and he's gained eight more wins. He's leading Scott Darling in every category. Besides shutouts, because they both haven't gotten, they haven't gotten a shutout this year yet. But Scott, you're supposed to be the number one, and you got the backup. He's got who's supposed to be our proverbial backup outclassing you. So it's like you have to see this as an opportunity to get the fire in your butt and get to be playing where you need to. Because honestly, man, like that's not going to help you. <laughs> I mean, no, that's definitely this is not. What it is. I mean, I, I don't know. What's going to happen, and maybe, and only the only person that can fix it is Scott Darling, and he's going to have to fix it, and I think he will. But let's get a little bit more to the game here and get off. We've been going on goalies for a while in the past couple of shows, so. yeah. but yeah, uh, like you mentioned earlier, Terabinen first goal in what ten games, I believe. It was his first goal in ten games. So it's about time that he stepped it up. We had three defensemen with assists tonight with Pesci. Falk and Slavin all getting one assist. Um, if you have to really look at a, a defenseman that really kind of like didn't play that well, um, I would have to go to honestly Hannafin. Um, Hannafin didn't really impress me tonight, and so I think if you sit anybody on our defensive, because you can't take out Dahlback. Dahlback is playing way too well. He led the defense on hits. In fact, I believe he led the whole team in hits tonight. Nope, my bad. Jordan Stahl led the team in hits, uh, and. Uh, cool. Dahlback was tied for second with three, but he did have a block shot. You know, he's not going to get, he's not going to put up stats number wise, but he's going to control the game. He's going to be a solid defenseman, especially when he's on his side. Like we've said the past three, the past three, four or five shows that when we talked about Dahlback. So if you sit anyone, in my opinion, you sit Hannafin next, and then you maybe bring back Flurry, but it doesn't matter. I mean, whatever this team is rolling perfectly. Skinner did not have a great game tonight, and it's great to see that when Skinner's not performing at his top, that we have guys that can step up. You know, Tara Bynum stepped up tonight. Ajo stepped up tonight. Jordan Stahl didn't have the best game in his career. You know, his 800th game tonight, so kudos to Jordan Stahl, and especially getting a win for him tonight in his 800th game. To me, he did not have his best game, even though he did have an assist. Aho just phenomenal tonight. I mean, <laughs> don't know what you can say about this kid. It's just, man, it's just like every time he steps on ice, you got to wonder if he's going to pull off some kind of crazy move or do something that's just going to be phenomenal to lead to a goal. Our power play was phenomenal tonight, you know, going one for three. I believe we're at a 33% clip in the last three games, you know, since we talked about it, especially our last two pregame shows. You know, we, I, I especially talked about our special teams. And how they have had to, they've got to step it up. I believe right before this we were ranked what 28th and 29th, and penalty kill and power play, and we're we're starting to come up. We're, we were one for three tonight. We killed both of the penalties we took, and we're being physical. We out hit Montreal tonight, except for the second period. The second period was awful for physicality. It gave Montreal the stretch passes they needed for their type of offense. You know, we uh, won more faceoffs in Montreal tonight. Had less giveaways. Also outshot him. You know, that first period was key. You know, if you really look at it, if you take out the first period, 20 to 18 on shots. If you take out the first period. 
So it's a very even game after the first period. You know, we, we dominated the first period, in my opinion. We scored the early goal off a beautiful keep, by fault, by the way, off the half boards. I know you said that you didn't get a chance to watch the game, and I was in and out of the game myself because I was watching the Rangers game as well because of Fox Sports Go app. I swear, man, it's starting to get on my nerves because I'm getting tired of it not working on my TV where it's buffering and skipping every two, five seconds where the audio is ahead of the video. I end up having to watch it on my phone lately, and my phone's not the biggest thing in the world. You know, it's just an iPhone okay. six. But I mean, I mean, it's this game was a good start off. You know, we had a three day break with Christmas, which I would, I hate it because I'm a you know I love hockey and I want to see hockey. I want hockey every day, of course. But uh, you know, I love that the NHL is the only sport that takes off for Christmas. You know, uh, that's a shot right there. at The NFL and NHL, you're, you're, you're yeah, you, you, you make millions of dollars to play a sport. Your job is to play a sport. But hey, they got families too. You shouldn't be playing on Christmas. You shouldn't be playing Christmas Eve or day after Christmas, in my opinion. That's what I love about the NHL is we take a break. We give, we give our players a time to stand. And, you know, this was a tough game coming off a break, three-game break. Like Ward said, he was a little bit rusty coming into the game. And he didn't make the saves like he really wanted to. He still made the saves, but he didn't make them like he wanted to. And they gave a couple juicy rebounds in the first period. But uh, overall, you know, this I think this is a good confidence builder coming off a three-day break. You know, we got two two days, well, a day and a half now. This is after midnight to uh, come into – Pittsburgh Friday, and it's going to be a key game. You, you know, you got both teams sitting at 41 points. Pittsburgh, the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, with uh, Sidney Crosby, and you know, it's a rocking a night away edition, but I cannot stand that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be a key for uh, Friday's game to shut down Sidney Crosby. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's good building into it. Um, what What are your takeaways? I know you only seen highlights. What are your What are some of your takeaways just from this game going into a very pivotal game against Pittsburgh Friday? Um, I mean, from what I've seen, I mean, just from what I saw in the highlights, it was um, seeing the fact that we, that we we stayed scrappy when we needed to. We got the rebounds we needed. And just for the fact that we backed up Cam, because, you know, yeah, because, I mean, I agree. I mean, I'm glad that we're like, I'm glad that we have a break. And then we're not like the NFL who makes these guys play on Christmas Day, or you know NBA makes their who make, and even the NBA makes their guys play on Christmas Day, and that's just and that's rough. Like being away from your family, being on the road, or you have to bring your family with you. Like you shouldn't be able to do that. I'm glad that hockey lets the guys get a nice break because they I don't think anyone I don't think anyone even played on Tuesday either. So they give them a nice you know three day break to just. Enjoy with time with their family. And also, I think that's what you need. And, yeah, I mean, Cam was – I know Cam was rusty, like he said. But, I mean, for the fact we stepped up and stayed on as a team, I think that's something that's really great to see. And it's just something we need to go – we need to see going into Pittsburgh on Friday is just sticking with a hot hand and sticking with the team dynamic that we're working with. Because right now it's working perfectly. And that's just something that we need to keep on. So I, I agree with you. I think so. we're playing on a high, much higher level hockey squad that we're doing now, and it's just we're on we're on a good trajectory. And that's 
something I like seeing. I think, like I said, what you said, that we need to watch out for Sidney Crosby. And um, I know we're definitely going to do a pregame and a postgame for Pittsburgh and for St. Louis. So a little plug for all you fans out there to make sure to catch us because that would be sweet. Um, but I think, I think that's something we need to watch for, uh, for sure. But um, – but uh, how about we transition to more of uh, a little more around the NHL right now? So we have we have one game going um, right now. That's the Golden Knights against the Ducks. And get this, Lee, Golden Knights are up three-one against Anaheim right now with about five and a half minutes left in the third. It's just I don't know what I don't know what Vegas is on, but they are just on it for some reason this season. It's just amazing to see. And then you look everywhere else. You know, the Bruins one-five-one. Devils knocked out the Red Wings. Unfortunately, the Islanders and the Penguins did win. Both of them either OT and a shootout. Um, the Jets got another one. The Jets got a win over the Oilers, and then the Coyotes. Coyotes got a win. So that's something to see as well for the fact that the Coyotes got another win. And right now, looking at the just looking at the stats, we are yeah. Unfortunately, we are still three points out of a wild card spot. But for the fact that we're only get this, we're only with two games in hand on our division. We're only about six points out of third place in the division where Columbus is sitting. So, I mean, if we keep this stretch run going and all these other teams start, like, you know, losing games and dropping points, we're only about three wins away from a possible third place, even a possible second, because Columbus and Washington are both tied. With two games in hand, do we actually have a shot of, you know, creeping for a second-place finish in the Metro? Which would be you know, amazing to have. So. Oh, I, I think I we have maybe, a shot. Um, maybe. I, I don't. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't think. Right now, I don't see anyone really catching the Devils. The Devils still got two in games ahead, and there are two points ahead of Washington and Columbus at forty-nine. Oh yeah. Uh, the Devils oh, are playing fantastic. Happen. I don't see the Devils keeping this up, in my opinion. Uh, I think the Devils do slide down after a while. Uh, you know, we got a big game against Washington next week. We played well against Columbus. You know, we're just sitting and we got a game in hand on both the Islanders and the Rangers. Our record against the Rangers this year has not been good. We played horrible both games against the Rangers this year. We still got the Islanders coming up as well. Um, you know, you look at the Islanders, they're only a, what, three, they're three points ahead of us right now. We got a game in hand. So, you know, easy one game, you know, we win that game. We're one, technically we're one point back. You know, say we win that game, we're one point back of both teams. Um, you know, Pittsburgh's sitting right there as well, but they've already played two more games than we have at 41 points as well. I think we do have a good shot. Ward keeps playing like he does. Darling gets his head in the game, and he gets his ass in gear. I believe he, uh, you know, we can have a good one-two tandem. You know, there's no reason why this team can't do it. And I, I think you maybe see Dudon uh, – make some moves here, maybe, maybe not. The way this team's playing, I don't see us really making a lot of moves, honestly. Because uh, right now, with the, I don't want to break up the chemistry. It seems like we got a good chemistry rolling with the lineup we're putting out there. I don't know what kind of moves we can make right now. You know, if you look maybe two, three weeks ago, we can make a whole lot of changes to this team, honestly. But you look right now, this team's rolling. And I don't think you mess with anything that's rolling. I know our new owner is going to be hands-on. He's talked to the players. He's talked to the 
you know, he's going to be the owner here in about two weeks officially once everything's said and done and everything's finalized and he's ready to be a hands-on owner. I don't believe we'll make any pushes unless we hit a little skid. But right now, I don't see any changes that we need to make. Um, honestly, with the way this team's playing, I, I don't mess with chemistry. And I think we can make it into the playoffs. I think we can squeak into that top three in the Metropolitan. You know, I really hate that we're not in the Atlantic Division because right now if we were in the Atlantic Division, we'd be sitting – I mean, we'd still be technically four points out of a playoff spot, um, but we'd be a lot closer uh, to the Atlantic than we would um, the Metropolitan, but we still would have uh, games to hand, at least on Toronto. But, yeah, you know, hey, I don't think – you know – do you think we should make any changes right now? I mean, if you were the owner right now, what, would you make changes? Just you know, I I don't see I don't see a change right now. The chemistry is working really well. I think chemistry is a big thing, and I think if we start jumbling lineups and removing guys, I think that does mess with the psyche of the guys, the team as a whole. And I think I think if we are going to make the the only way I see us making moves is if we start hitting a bad skin where we start losing games, we start falling way off pace with where we, where we need to be in the league. Because right now, points-wise, we are the 16th best team in the league right now. And that's what's having a game in hand on Minnesota and two games on Pittsburgh. But unfortunately, because our, our, cause our division is so stacked, even though we're the 16th best team, we would still not make the playoffs because of the Islanders and the Rangers both being three points ahead of us, because Minnesota is the 17th best, they would still make the playoffs above us. Just because of, unfortunately, we are, we, we had, we, we had to fall in the most hardest division to play in, in terms of the East. And so for the fact that we're 16th, we are exactly, you know, <laughs> it's, it's amazing to me the fact that we're like dead, we're in the dead middle of the NHL, would you think that you could say that? You know, like start of the season that you'd see the Hurricanes be 16th. Oh, with the with the moves we made in the off season, maybe. But I'll I'll take I'll take it right now. With the fact that we're the 16th best team right now, and the fact that how much we've been winning. No, I would say we should leave the team alone. We should not be doing anything else. I think we're I think we're running perfect, and I think there's something we need to keep doing. It's to just keep rolling with the guys we got. And I think that's something that we need to do. In terms of if we want to keep the, if we want to keep everyone playing well and not unbalance the chemistry that's been working. Uh, no, I don't I don't see a move happening. Like I said, unless we hit a massive skid. Or someone comes and brings us a wow, some, a trade that blows our socks off that we can't say no to, maybe by the trade deadline, then I could maybe see a move. But I think it's going to be on another team's part to come to us. We're not going to be sellers. We might be buyers or we might be neutral by the trade deadline. That's the only time I can see us making a move is if someone by that time wows us with a deal. I don't think we're going to shop anyone out unless it's for, like, you know, prospects that we don't really care about for picks or something. Or we pick up that one veteran that might really push us for a playoff run and a cup run. 
But like I said, I'm going to wait until we hit the deadline. Until we hit closer to the deadline, maybe I'll see a move then. Right this minute? Maybe going into January? No. I think we've got to wait until the deadline to see if we should move anything around. Unless, like I said, we hit that massive skid where we start losing games more than we're winning. That's just my honest opinion. Exactly. What do you think? I have you to think? agree with you on that. I, I agree with you, definitely. I, I definitely agree. I, I don't think we do anything to trade it on. We definitely got to see where what this stretch plays out in January, if we can keep on this roll. Um, you know, the fans have been turning out really well the past two games, over 14,000 the past two games. Yeah, I know it's Christmas time and fans are getting out a little bit more, but, you know, we're sitting here, it's a Wednesday night game, and we had over 14,000 tonight. And I think it's like 14-4, 14-5, somewhere around there. Fantastic. Yeah, uh, fantastic turnout. And this leads me into a question from uh, Jason Taylor, one of our fans out there. He said, and this is a good talking point here, aside from the obvious winning, is there anything that the Hurricanes organization can't afford to do to get more people in the seats? So it's embarrassing to the club, and I hope to have the Hurricanes around for my young son to enjoy. It would be nice if there was a way to get the marketing team brainstorming with the public. My thoughts on that, Jason Taylor. Thanks for your question and your thoughts. Um, well, good news for your son. I don't know how exactly old your son is, but uh, the team's not going anywhere for at least seven years. Uh, part, of the tr- part of the new owner coming in, mandated anytime a team new owner steps in team cannot move for seven years so that's it's not going anywhere gary bettman said it's not going anywhere and trust me jason uh if arizona hadn't moved yet we're not moving but uh on my end yeah exactly on my end um besides winning uh i really don't know um i think north carolina i've said this plenty of times north carolina is a uh, a state where if you don't win, people aren't going to show up. I've seen it here in Greensboro when we had uh, the ECHL team here in Greensboro, the Monarchs. Um, I saw in Winston when they had the SPHL team, the Cyclones. If you don't win, uh, I've seen it in baseball as well. Uh, you know, we've got the minor, the single-A affiliate of the Miami Marlins here in Greensboro. And quite frankly, if you don't win, people aren't going to show up. Uh, North Carolina is bred to be winners. And, you know, I think we got a little spoiled in 06 when we won the Cup, and especially in 02. You know, when we went to the Cup in 02, yeah, granted, uh, we all knew. I think everybody in Carolina land and all Hurricanes fans knew we had no shot to beat Detroit that year. I don't think anybody had a shot to beat Detroit that year, in my opinion. Um, But it kind of spoiled us. Yeah, you know, we come out and we win the Cup in 06, and then, you know, we didn't make the playoffs again until 09, made a deep run in 09, a run that we didn't expect to make. Yeah, we got swept by the Penguins in 09, and uh, we had not made the playoffs since, and you've seen what's happened. Uh, our numbers have been dwindling uh, coming to games, but I think winning changes everything. I know you said besides from winning, uh, but winning really changes everything. Uh, you, you win, you're going to get play- people in there. I mean, you look at Chicago. Before Chicago went on their crazy streak, there was times where they had less attendance than us. Um, you, you look at Florida. Florida can't even get people in there sometimes when they do win. Uh, you look at other teams. You know, winning winning proves that you know we're not we're not in Canada. You know, we're not going to show up like the Leaf fans. You know, we're not drinking that Kool Aid that they're drinking up in Toronto, where we're delir- delirious <laughs> and think our teams are always going to win the Stanley Cup. 
you know, we're, you know, we're a little bit more set in stone down here in Carolina land. You know, we, we kind of know when we're team's going to suck or team's going to be good, but winning changes everything. But if, and, and get to your question here, uh, but, it, you know, besides from winning, I think the first thing I would change would be the parking price. There should be no way on, on this earth that I should be able to get a ticket on a secondary market as in StubHub or Ticket Exchange or whatever, you know, ticket sites are out there besides Ticketmaster and going to the game where I can get a ticket for a Hurricanes game that I can pay for and be cheap and go down there and be cheaper than parking. You know, parking should not be 20 bucks to park there. That is ridiculous. That's the first thing I would change is parking price. You know, I thought $15 was ridiculous. Two years ago, I bought a ticket. I bought two tickets to a Florida – it was Hurricanes and Florida Panthers game at the beginning of December, and I paid 6 bucks total. It was like $7 and some change with tax for two tickets. And I paid more in parking, which at that time parking was $15. I paid more in parking than I did for my two tickets. I can still get a ticket to this day, sometimes on StubHub, cheaper than it – it is to park there. I think that's the first thing you got to do is lower parking. The second thing, you really got to get the team out more. Yeah, you, I believe that, you know, they had social media night the other night. Eh, social media is one thing, but you, you, you go around Raleigh, you don't see hurricane stuff around. You don't see anything around hurricane land. I mean, you, you drive into her, you know, drive into the arena, especially if you're driving from Greensboro where I live. You pass Durham, you pass Chapel Hill. What do you see on what do you see all on the billboards out there? You see Duke billboards. You see Carolina billboards. Do you see any hurricane billboards? Nope. Do you see any advertisement out there for Hurricane Land? No. Caniac Nation? No, you don't. I think that's one thing you got to start too. You got to put some advertisement out there besides outside of Raleigh, because we got a lot of fans that come in from Greensboro, Winston Salem, Burlington. You go down south towards your area in South Carolina, you got Charlotte. You know, we got our AHL team down in Charlotte, so I know they don't want to really take fans away from Charlotte. But, you know, got Asheboro in between there. You've got uh, Cary where you can put up billboards and stuff. I think that's one thing, getting the word out. You know, hey, our team's here. You know, we have a hockey team. Hey, hello. Come, come enjoy it. But no one's going to want to pay 30 bucks to go see the game even if they're a single person, thirty bucks to go see a game. Say a family of four, thirty bucks a piece is one hundred twenty bucks, and then they have to come in and pay another twenty bucks to park. Not on top of food. Concessions, yeah, I know concessions always going to be marked up. You're never going to get concessions prices down to what's reasonable. You know, there's never going to be a time where you go to a Hurricanes game and you can go get a beer for five bucks or four bucks. It's always going to be nine, ten, eleven dollars. Concessions are always going to be overpriced. That's the way it is. They got to pay the people that work there too. But parking's got to go. Parking's got to go down. You got to see more billboards, in my opinion, especially driving down forty. I mean, you see, you see, Duke billboards. You see, Carolina billboards. You don't see any hurricane billboards. And it's sad. I think that's one of the first steps you got to take. And I think that's one thing that's definitely going to improve with the new owner. He's going to be willing to spend money. He's willing to get this team out there. You know, he's he's big with golf. And we know, you know, we have a lot of golf tournaments around here, so he can put his name out there with golf tournaments. You know, we got the uh, PGA Championship coming here again in a couple of years, or U.S. Open, whatever. 
in a couple of years at Pinehurst. Um, so, you know, hey, maybe that helps out a little bit. You know, maybe we can uh, sneak in a commercial during a golf broadcast, maybe buy a new commercial. You know, we don't see hurricane commercials on TV besides Fox Sports Carolina, and that's only when, when we're playing. So those are things I would do. What is your opinion on Jason's question? Um. Yeah. Well, first of all, great, uh, great question, Jason. Glad you, uh, glad you sent that to us. Um. And I mean, I, I mean, I agree. I think that ticket prices need to help. I mean, and I'm not trying to give away any secrets, but there is an area where you can park across the street from the NC State Stadium, the football stadium, and walk across the street. It's free, but you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> but yeah, um, hey, it's ten degrees outside too. No one wants to walk in that. Well, you know, the Hurricanes do sell knit caps and jackets. I mean, plus, 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 buy some more Canes gear. <laughs> but, um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's cold as crap outside, and that's understandable. But, I mean, I, ha- I have to agree that it's just – um, I would say, yeah, I would say maybe, yeah, the ticket prices need to get fixed. That's just absolutely ridiculous. You should be paying, you should be paying more to sell tickets or, yeah, to do that rather than, you know, actually do – like, you shouldn't get tickets and then pay more to go parking. That's just outrageous. That shouldn't – that should not happen. That sh- it shouldn't be like that. That's crazy. I think that's something we need to do, too. And I and I agree. I think that's – and another thing we have to look at is, you know, advertising some billboards. I don't really hear a whole lot of stuff coming from um, – Like I, like, I don't really see it in terms of, you know, radio news or billboards or anything like that. I think that's something we need to look at in terms of, like, okay, what can we do to make it better? And I think that's something we really need, and, I just, and I'm not really seeing it in terms of, are we, getting the, are we getting the word out? I don't think so. Do we need to fix that? Yeah, I think we do. And I think that's something we need to fix is more – more billboard stuff and more um, more radio stuff or more, you know, because I know, because I'm originally from Ohio, I mean, and a lot of the teams, you know, the Indians and the Browns and all of them, they will actually have tours of, the. I mean, I know it would be like preseason and stuff like that, or they might do something during the week, you know, where they go to the hospital and stuff like that. Maybe do some tours. Maybe go to some supermarkets on an off day, and just in Raleigh or where, or Cary or wherever, and maybe get some of the guys to go out and do stuff. I know I know they want to have an off day where they want to relax in between games and stuff. Like maybe do do it during a stretch period where we do have two or three days off. Maybe have the guys go do a quick tour of Raleigh, hit a couple stores during the day. You know, do that. I mean that's I mean that's something we I mean that's something we need to do because I know because like you thought the Blackhawks they were they were sending guys out to give away free tickets. I don't think the Hurricanes are going to do that, but I mean, I mean just get the guys out and get them doing something, you know? Because I mean, you look, I mean, you look at you know teams like Columbus or I mean even teams like Chicago, even even while they're on their stretch runs of winning all these cups, they still have their guys going on doing like you know media stuff and doing all these. Events, and I think that's what we need to do too, is do the exact same thing 
with the Hurricanes. We we need to get out and get the guys out there and, and get them promoted because that will be the thing that we need to do to get more fans coming to the games. So I agree with you. Tickets in our advertising needs to get a heck of a lot better. I agree oh, with definitely. And uh, we've got about five, ten minutes left here in the show. Uh, we got some great news. I know we've been talking a lot about iTunes lately, and we're finally, finally, iTunes has finally uh, stepped up their game and finally recognized us and has got us on iTunes now. Uh, so yeah. all those, all the people out there that's been listening to Blog Talk and hate it, listen it through it on Blog Talk, you can now subscribe to us on iTunes. We are actually out there. In fact, I just pulled it up myself. Just to double check, I know you said something earlier, Zach. I just pulled it up just to double check myself. It's right here on the Apple Podcast. All you got to do is put in Rock in the Carolinas. We'll pop up. We're the only show out there that has that name. So you, you don't have to worry about searching through shows to find us. We're right there. Pop up right with our logo. You can subscribe to us. Give us a rating. Leave us a little message. Tell us what you think about the show. Of course, you know we're always on uh, Facebook. We're on Twitter as well, Rocking Carol. I think it's Rocking Carolinas. I don't know. I don't. I don't mess with Twitter. Twitter is not my land. Facebook is my land. <laughs> Twitter is not my land for this show. Uh, we're also on Instagram as well, so you can always check us out there. Yeah, once again, thank you, Jason, for your question. It was a great question. Um, you know, we'd love to have more questions out there. You can always find us if you have any question at all. We'll always try to get answer every question that we get. Question here. Always, definitely. We're trying to answer every question you have for us. Definitely follow our Facebook page. Our Facebook page will be the first notice you'll get. Follow it. Put it at the first of your list. You can go into the little settings when you like our page, and you can put it to see first. So anytime that we post anything, when you happen to get on Facebook, you'll see our thing first. Or you see us if we have a show coming up, if we have a post that we've made. You know, if we put out a question out there like, uh, Zach, you put out a great question the other day. You know, who would you want to see start this game? We loved your interaction. It was awesome interaction. Probably one of our best post that, uh, interactive posts that we had all season. And we love our fans for it. We thank you for it. And, you know, just keep following us and liking us on Facebook because that's where you can get all your news first, Facebook and Twitter and then Instagram. All in sequential order, you know. It seems like uh, we put it there. It's what's pop up on either one. Everything, our new shows, like Zach said, we're going to have a pregame and postgame show both Friday and Saturday. We're not going to have a two-hour show this week. We're going to bring uh, back a two-hour show next week, and uh, we're going to have a guest lined up for our first, uh, our next two-hour show, really our first really launch of a two-hour show. I know we did a two-hour show with Rockin' the Night Away uh, last week, but it's going to be our first really official two-hour show. We're going to have a guest lined up. I don't know what day it's going to be on. We've got to get in touch with our guests and uh, see what day works best for them. Um, but you can find that out on Facebook. But it's been a pleasure. It's been fun. I mean, I don't have anything else besides uh, what a heck of a game. And now I'm really looking forward to Friday. I mean, I just kind of want to skip to you know, today because this is already Tuesday, uh, Thursday. kind of want to go ahead and skip today and just go straight to tomorrow at 7 o'clock when we play the Penguins. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think it's just, I think I'm, I'm honestly very excited for that game, that game to go down and just to see what 
see what we can do to see uh, what's next on the docket for us. I mean, because like I said, we got Pittsburgh Friday, we got St. Louis Saturday, but um, yeah, I'm just dropping this right now. Be on the lookout tomorrow. We will be dropping the post like we did with Cam and uh, Scott for Wednesday. We're going to drop the same post again, but this time we're going to do it up a little bit different. Who would you start Friday? And then in the comments, if you chose the certain guy, explain why you want him to go Friday and why you want the opposite guy to go on Saturday. Because I think that will be – I think it will be a great discussion to say why do you think that's going to happen. Because I think that I think that'd be a great thing to talk about. It's like, okay, you know, you got you got so and so going Friday. Well, why do you say that? Why do you want him to go Friday, and then why do you want this guy to go Saturday? You know, I think it'd be a great discussion. Yeah, so be on the lookout tomorrow for another poll poll um, post on who you think should start Friday, and who you think and who you think should be going Saturday, and just. You know, give us your reason why. I think that'd be a great conversation. Like you said, that's probably been the best post interaction we've had, and we would love to get you guys, like Lisa, to um, just to get, just get out there, just to talk to you guys, because we love talking to fans. Like, if you have a question, if you want to, you know, hit us up, hit us up on a private message if you want to do it on the on the actual page, or if you have a question, hit us up with that. Uh, we will definitely have another question. We'll have a post to give us your questions on Friday before the Pittsburgh game, so that way um, we'll have that going too. So yeah, there's a lot of a lot of things happening right now. Like Lisa, said, we're going to have a special guest coming on our next two-hour show. Um, so we're dropping we're going to be dropping a poll a poll post tomorrow about who should start, and we're going to drop another one on the questions on Friday. So I mean, we're going to have a lot of stuff going on right now. Like like you said, Lee. We're on iTunes. I mean, shoot, I subscribe. I mean, we're on the show, but I'm subscribing to it because <laughs> who doesn't who doesn't want to go back and listen to some of the old podcasts and just see what we, see what we can do to get better? Because that's what we want to do here for Rockin' the Carolinas is bringing you guys, the fans, Kaniac Nation, a legit show that you know it's not only Kaniac's hockey or sorry, Hurricanes hockey with fellow Kaniacs, but one of the, we want to be one of the top-notch fan-run pods, not just for the Hurricanes, but for all the NHLs. I mean, you can find other ones for other teams, but if you want, if you want to go to one that is hockey-related and we'll talk about other stuff too, we want to be at. So, I mean, we appreciate our fans, and we're so excited we're back and we're finally on iTunes. So you guys been, because you guys have been listening to us on just Block Talk, but now, in fact, we're on iTunes now. Go to iTunes, hit us, search for us, you know, drop us, subscribe, subscribe to us. Because when our show gets done, we'll be right there the next day. There you go, right on, right on your um, show list. We'll be right there. Drop us a rating, give us a comment, tell us how you like the show. So yeah, just be on the lookout for that. But yeah, I agree with you. This has been a great night, another great win. I'm excited to see what Friday brings, and you know, it's just like I said with the Hurricanes, man. They're just playing amazing, so I'm really excited. But yeah, go do Twitter. You know, follow us on Twitter at Rockin' Carolinas. Go to our go to our um, Instagram at Rockin' the Carolinas. You know, drop us a comment, drop us a like, tell us what you think. You know, Facebook, go like Rockin' the Carolinas. Drop us a comment in one of our posts. Go like a post, share a post. Message us if you want to just message us real quick to talk about the show real quick or you got a suggestion. We love feedback. That's because 
we are a podcast for the fans, by the fans, here at Rock of the Carolinas, because we are Caniacs through and through. We bleed Carolina hockey, red and black. So, yeah, just hit us up on that stuff, Lee. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's a great night, and I'm just ready to see what happens Friday. I don't know about you, man, but I'm ready, I'm ready to face Pittsburgh. I'm ready to see what our boys do against Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I can't wait. And, of course, you know, like you said, follow us, and you'll let it, uh, we'll have our show up Friday morning so you know what time to tune in uh, Friday evening for our pregame show. Normally our pregame shows will always run between 5 and 6 o'clock um, for our pregame shows uh, most of the time when we play at 7 o'clock on the East Coast. Um, our postgame shows will be anywhere from an hour to two hours afterwards, um, barring any kind of technical difficulties or anything else. But, yeah. I mean, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, I wish you know, I wish I can you know turn forward time right now and go ahead and get to it, so we can just go ahead and do a new another pregame show and get right to the game. But I can't wait, and I hope everybody out there uh, gives us a like on Facebook and everything, and follows us, checks us out on uh, iTunes as well. We're gonna work on uh, Google as well for all you Android people out there that don't have iTunes. I'm going to work on us getting on the Google Play. It's a little bit more difficult to get on the Google Play podcast uh, than it is Apple, but I'm going to get us working on that as well. But I can't wait till Friday, man, and I hope to see you here Friday and talk some more Hurricanes hockey. Yeah, no, I'm excited, man. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, I can hopefully get on the Google uh, Google Play Store and all that good stuff. And yeah, well, like I said, like Lee said, fans, we'll be here Friday, so. Be on the lookout for a post about when we're dropping our next show. And, yeah, Lee, I'll, uh, I'll be seeing you Friday, man, to talk about more Hurricanes hockey because, you know what, when hockey season's in, <laughs> the doctor's always in when it comes to talking about hockey. But, fans, have another awesome to have you guys in. The, if you guys listen live, great. Glad to have you on. If you haven't listened to us, be sure to get us live because that's <laughs> – it's a great time to be alive because we love to see up in the chat, you know, hit us with messages and stuff. But if you catch us afterwards, hope you enjoyed the show. You know, drop us a like, drop us feedback, and go to our go to our iTunes and drop us a rating. Hopefully, it's five stars because you know what, we all got we always gotta love that five star splash. You know, you know how Rob Van Dam says it. Rob Van Dam, five star splash. Hit us with that five star. I know you like that, Lee, because we just I just dropped the wrestling reference, but. Drop us that five-star rating. And we will see you on our next show, fans. And until next time, let's go Canes. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.